Welcome back to another thrilling episode of the Four Glory Podcast. I'm your GM and host, Adam, and today I've got CJ here. Hello! We're going to try to unpack a little bit of what's been going on over the past few episodes. Last couple of sessions have been a little heavy. How are you doing after what happened with Jack? Ah, well, uh, me or V, because that's, uh... (laughs) How about both? I am a big bitch baby. I don't (laughs) like character death, but that's how the game goes sometimes, and it makes me upset, but that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. We we do our best to to avoid it, but sometimes us players, we just fuck up. (laughs) And it all, it just snowballs and snowballs into one little thing, one little thing comes into another little thing, and then it all just kind of bleh. Yeah, yeah, it didn't, uh... Didn't go our way this time. Didn't go how I expected. Uh, how's uh, how's V doing? Oh, V is uh, not doing too good. Mm. You see, she's killed things in the past. Like, like as I mentioned in the past, she would kill rats and such as like odd jobs. So, sure. yeah. And then there's the whole of them going into the gauntlet keep. She's killed some giant maggots with human faces. Some Yeah, remember those. She's killed some creatures the same size of her with the mythlets. Uh, but this this is really the first time that V has seen a death that matters. Because all the other all the other look, no 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 no. Okay. No 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 that's not what I mean. This is the first time she's seen a death that isn't justified in her oh, mind. Yeah, sure, because sure. rats rats cause disease, whatever, that's bad. We want to keep people healthy and safe. And they okay, yeah. they mess things up. The Mifflets, you know, they attacked first. They hit Henry. They don't don't hit her dog. That's a mistake. Jack was someone she knew. He's a person, and that stings. She hasn't seen a real human death. I mean, sure, even where she came from, Galt has a whole political faction devoted to chopping people's heads off but yeah, hearing sure. yep. hearing about death and seeing death and feeling like you caused it that's a lot oh yeah i mean you and me and anybody's listening to this you, you see death on the news and people getting hurt all over the world all the time and you know it's it sucks but when it happens to someone you know it's completely different it, it makes it makes it real. Hey, speaking of things getting real, (laughs) what are V's thoughts about her faith after hearing about Borwin's wife? So to her, Saren Ray gave her life. But beyond that, she hasn't been hearing too much from her. It's been pretty hot and cold, or mostly cold, I guess. Yeah. But... She knows she was taught the rules of how you worship Saren Ray, and she follows those rules. Hearing that the church overcharged someone for life-saving medicine, that doesn't make her think Saren Ray is bad. That makes her think someone in the church is doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Because in religion, the god isn't usually fallible. Sure, Saren Ray, even in her own stories, has made a mistake once or twice, but that's yeah. why she calls for redemption. She learned from her mistake. But she does, V doesn't see this situation as Saren Ray did something bad. She thinks someone in the church is taking advantage, and 
the church is the one that needs redemption. Oh, that is very interesting. Very interesting indeed. If you, listening to this, find this interesting, send us an email at fourglorypod at gmail.com. That's F-O-U-R. Or you can send us a message on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash fourglorypodcast. But right now it's time for episode 15, How Heavy This Axe. Last time on the Four Glory Podcast. Rise and shine, sweetheart. Oh, my aching feet. Failing out. There's like monsters or something there, man. Scrubbing. The letters GW and BA are carved within the heart. Cooking. Why can't she do more? Delivering. Well, everybody, that was quite a, a scramble. Reading. And now they're going to bone rush, Greg. I don't know what a bone rush is, but I don't want any part of it. Let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Skellum is the name. Car insurance is the game. The prophecy has been fulfilled. No matter what you tell yourself, no matter how hard you try not to, you always fall back to following the light. You know what? That's too good. Maybe we should use a hero point card to change. <laughs> or there's always a future. Is there always a future? Do something! Help him! Jack! Jack! Your story continues now. The air is rich with the aroma of bibliosmia, that woody, somewhat smoky fragrance of old books. We see a young man dressed in the blue and white robes of an acolyte of Serenray, hunched over an enormous book lit by the flames of numerous candles. Beside his massive tome is a stack of six more books, the same size, an ink pot and a cup of cold coffee. He's been making copies for the past few weeks. He's nearly finished, just a few dozen pages to go. He looks up from his work, face screwed up into an expression somewhere between annoyance and exhaustion, to see a half-drunk young man dressed in a plain brown robe has dropped a book while clumsily returning an armload of titles to the stacks. The man in blue shoots him an exaggerated, dirty look. The bumbler in brown offers an apologetic gesture and goes back to his chore. He's tripped over the first book and sent several more scattering onto the library floor. Shh! Our friend in blue raises his quill and jabs it in the direction of the calamitous acolyte in brown, shaking it in a threatening manner and doing his best to mentally banish the man. Unbelievable. He whispers to himself as he dabs his quill back into the ink and runs his left index finger across the massive page to find his lost place in that dense text. 
Bonflower, help me, Barney. If you can't keep quiet while you're working... The man in brown cuts him off and says, Hey, pal, that wasn't me this time. They both look around for the perpetrator, but the two students are alone on the third floor at this late hour. The two acolytes slowly look up towards the glass-domed roof of the library. The acolyte in blue staggers back, knocking over his inkwell, flooding his past five weeks of scrivenings. He faints on the spot. The camera pulls back and tilts upward to show the inky blackness of night that hides just on the other side of that glass. We get closer. Slowly. Closer. A tiny crack appears in the glass. It begins to grow and branch out like a spider's web. The scene dissolves into an actual spider's web, spanning two of the rusted iron bars of the now-open gate to the Otari graveyard. We see Borwin standing, ready, morning star in hand. Borwin, it's your turn. All right. Borwin is going to charge into the cemetery and um man how, how does he want to approach this um, with hopefully with some rage oh not so much rage more like uh doesn't know who the fuck you are or yeah this uh big arbored dude in the middle of the cemetery taking out zombies like it's none of his business Except for the last one. Could have gotten a fourth crit, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been impressed with him, but he kind of like stuttered up the So, end. So here, let's see. <laughs> how do I want okay, so here's here's how he's, he, he's going to go. He's going to run at the cemetery and cautiously skid, uh, kind of like you know, slide next to uh, this new character. Toss him a gaze, a uh, wary gaze at that, and then direct his gaze towards the skeleton uh, that he's now flanking uh, between himself and V. As you move into that position, you scan around the cemetery to get your bearings. You've got a skeleton flanked between you and V. you got this uh, warrior you haven't met yet on your right. And just past him is some kind of zombie. You get a better look at it, and you recognize who that is. Or rather, was. Ugh. It's big. Dark clumps of hair. Mostly black, but with some gray. No. Remnants of a black beard. Oh, good. It's not her. He's wearing the one orange nice shirt that he owned. It's his dad, dude. Ruh -ruh. Oh, no. Above. This isn't right. Need rest. You. You're very dressed. He's frozen in place. His legs won't move. Can, Sorry. can you hear me? 
He moves forward. His legs and arms shake and jolt to propel him. His hunched shoulders roll back. His head lifts up. His mouth falls open. But no words come out. Fuck. Um. If you can hear me, stop this. This madness. You're falling apart. Apart. You need to rest. He staggers a little closer. Rolls his shoulders again. His arms are outstretched towards you. The left one hangs limply at the elbow, but the wrist and hand still reaching towards you. Baron begins to beg him. Please, please don't do this. Ah, just lie back down. I don't, I don't want to do this. You look into his face. It's rotten. Eyeless. The once bushy black beard's now a mangy collection of wispy patches that can barely hang on to the little bit of flesh that's left on his skull. You see, there's nothing in there. No life. No thought. And his, his husk is just resigned to necromantic servitude. Oh, shit. Um, well, there's definitely no way Borwin's going to be able to convince him, huh? Um, yeah. Well, that fits. It's always how he was. You were always such a stubborn man, Nepal. Fade to black. Title card. 4714 AR. Seven years ago. The scene opens with a wide shot of two men sitting on a recently felled elm tree. Their backs to us as the sun begins its descent in the background. The two men sit several feet apart. Both are sweaty. Both are eating from identical lunch pails. They sit in silence for a while just eating. The older man sitting to the left is the first to speak. So, how many today? Mm. Two today. <sighs> you mean two so far? Ah, uh, the sun is going down. It's time to go home. Borwin, what have I told you about making your counts? If you can't work faster, can't work faster, you work you longer. Work longer, that's right. Do you think Turtle will keep you on if the other guys are filling four in a day? My wife is waiting for me. She's teaching me how to cook. He looks at the meat pie that Borwin has, then down at the tough, salted venison jerky that he's been gnawing at. Who's gonna pay for all that fancy meat and vegetables when you get laid off? You know, you're no hunter, Borwin. Your turtle isn't gonna cut you any slack if you can't keep up. 
I don't want to work myself to death like you're doing. Papa, there's more to life than just notches and an axe. Damn it, Borwin. I'm trying to help you. He's a businessman. He's ruthless, Borwin. If you can't keep up, he's... He'll... He'll... His right hand grabs onto the collar of the orange shirt that he's wearing. And he braces himself with his left. His hand moves to his nose. Wipes away a little blood. You've seen this happening more and more often. He gets worked up and breaks down. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Papa. You're right. She, she is relying on me. The old man starts to slow his breathing. His face is just a red grimace. He flexes his back. He rolls his shoulders three times. And he looks at the blood on his fingers. He stares ahead towards the setting sun. I don't know, son. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe you're onto something. You know, there's... There are very few people in this world that I... that I care to spend my time with. And... I... You know, your mother... Your mother's always been more... You know, you... You've got a lot of her in you, son. And I'm... Yeah. I, um... I'm... You know, maybe... Maybe you... You can make dinner for your mother and me. Sometime. This is the closest he's ever come to asking you for something. Or apologizing. Barwin nods. Tomorrow I'll have to work. We can see her garden and the chicken. He nods. His big black beard pulls back towards his ears. He wipes his hand on his pants, slides the handle of his axe through the loop on his lunch pail, slings it over his shoulder. He takes one big step towards Borwin. With his arm fully extended, Gives him a hard pat on the shoulder. Grips it for a moment. Gives him a quick nod. Then he walks off towards the camera. As his bronze, hard, weathered, leather-like face gets closer, we get a quick glimpse of a trickle of blood from his nose. <laughs> Cut back to now. Extreme close-up of the face of your father. The upper lip and mustache are gone, replaced with mummified gums and rotten teeth. His flesh is mostly gone, liquefied years ago, save for a few scraps around his scalp and chin. Poor when you got one more action. Oh, oh. <clears throat> oh shit, um... Okay. 
forward staring at his father will say I know what I have to do but I need you and his morning star takes onto a soft glow as it does Borwin you don't know if it's real or just your imagination getting the best of you but just for a second you swear you can hear her I'll always be with you as your axe blade begins to glow it draws the attention of the thing that was your father and you see all of these other walking dead turn and look at you so this one starts shambling 5, 10, 15 25 comes up right on top of you and it's leaving a trail of its organs behind and just as it gets right up next to you it just completely collapses drops dead <laughs> another one from below the south 5, 10, 15, 20 it's right in the range and it's going to attack you Borwin it tries to take a bite out of you does an 18 hit it does so it there we go your AC didn't go up I thought it was 18 too like like mine was uh, he's, he's in rage goes down oh, one right oh that's the wrong damage die I'm sorry hold on I clicked the wrong button it look, it because... It looks okay to me. It looks okay. I had the silly thing in reverse. There you go. Yikes. So it gets you for nine points of damage. <clears throat> as, oh, are you in range? I am in range. That's ten feet away, and he's 15 feet... No, he's ten feet away from me. Nice. Oh, yeah. There you go. So you get to strike back. So and you that's... take less damage, so it would be nine damage, but instead you take what? Uh, you're reducing... Four now. You reduce mm -hmm. four, so you take five points of damage. Uh, yeah, damage reduced by four. I rolled up to 17. 17? So I'm just going to put this out there. You complained about the built-in attack roll, yeah. and yeah. now you're going to take it. All right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 17 is going to be a hit. Okay. Just wasn't nice before. Ah, uh, see, I rolled a D8, and then that that was that that's programmed in with a D8. I need a D6, a four plus three, so seven. Okay, so seven points of damage. It's still kicking. Well, it's not really kicking. It's punching and grabbing. So when it punches you with that fist, it automatically gives you the grabbed condition. Oh, for myself? Yes, for you. You are okay. grabbed. So it grabs onto you. Then, the other one steps forward. Attack of opportunity. No, not with the not with the step. Aw, never mind then. <laughs> yeah, that's the the one little way around because it only moved one space. Hmm. But it will attack you, Orwin. Does a fourteen hit? It does not. Yay. Okay. But he is going to react to his father hitting him. He's gonna just kind of shudder. <laughs> He's going to shudder at his father attacking him. Shit. It swings its arm at you like you've seen you've seen it before. Just the way that oh. uh, the way you were taught to swing an axe. Just comes straight across. 
you're so familiar with it, you 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 get out of the way easily, but it's unmistakable. I'm glad you finished that sentence. It sounded like it was getting real dark real quick. V, <laughs> <laughs> your turn. Okay. Well, we're gonna command Henry again to move. Just so we can do a quick loop around and get a running charge at the skeleton guy again. Because I want to get another shot at him. Alright. Lance attack. 22! Alright, alright. Nice. 23 is a hit. Excellent. Let me roll a d6. Fuck, a 1. So that's 4 damage. Ah. It has no effect. Oh, wait. I'm flanking. It does so that's actually that's plus two so that's lowered by two i'd 23 that's not a crit is it 20 so wait uh no no it's 23 total and no no so and, i got 23 and then i'm flanking so that's yes. minus two what is ac no unfortunately you do okay. not crit okay just one and your hit and your hit does no damage ah oh, fuck let me check something fuck he's not gonna be able to do much either Ah, oh, well, I'll, you know what? I'll st- still give it a try. I'm gonna let Henry get a shot in. Alright. Let him chew the bone! Hen- yes. Henry's first bite! <laughs> Henry's first bite! But I need. Oh, there it is, number two. Does it does get. Oh, buddy. Does it get favored there? Oh, no, no. He rolled a five. This is his first attack. Oh, boy. So it's a natural attack, and that is a. Wait, isn't this his first attack, though? Isn't this his first attack? It's a first attack. Why is why has he got the the penalty? Because I attacked. Does he shares my attack? Yeah, he shares my attack penalty. Okay, okay, okay. That's poor little. So my my poor buddy. Is it with a is it a crit miss with the flank? Ooh, you know what? You're right. That is just a regular miss. Ever, Lucky. ever <laughs> so slightly, very, very close, almost a fumble. Almost chipped the two. You know, I was, I was kind of worried. I was kind of worried he was going to break his jaw. Or something. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, there's time. There's still time. Battle scars. <laughs> All right, my last action. I raise my shield. Shields up, Gwillem, hiding in the bush outside of the cemetery, reading a book. <laughs> Uh, I, I am feeling a little more confident now that the fracas has begun, that the latecomer won't be targeted, hopefully, fingers crossed. So, uh, Gwilym will move into the cemetery 35 feet, I'm sorry, 30 feet, and that will put him, ooh, just smack dab on the other side of this zombie from Borwin. And, uh, that is just one movement, and he'll slide his right arm into his sleeve, and with... It'll come out, sliding out, and it will be just gross looking. It's like green and shriveled, but at the end there is a disgusting (laughs) claw that will come and strike out and attack the zombie. What the fuck? Gouging claw! Fancy. Is the spell. Can you link it? I want to see this. Oh, I've got to unwhisper myself again. Oops. (laughs) Tisk, tisk. To give you the claw. We're gonna stick with that original attack roll, though. Ooh, yeah, the original attack roll was a natural one. Okay, I am oh. going to use my hero card because I will spend it. Mm. And I will give myself a re-roll. Okay, go for it. New roll is a twenty-two. Ooh, oh, nice. All right, much better. Victory <laughs> snatched from the jaws of defeat. That <laughs> is on the zombie, correct? 
Correct. That will be a critical hit. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. With nice. A spell. Right. Is this a, this is a spell attack and not like a. Uh, it doesn't grant you like a natural weapon. It tr- it's it's an attack roll, right? It is a yes. It's a spell attack roll. Yes. Okay. So it says vulnerability. The target gains weakness five to any damage type dealt by the bomb or spell for one minute. Okay. So what type of damage does this deal? This is slashing damage. So it will. So it is vulnerable five to slashing. It is already vulnerable to slashing. Oh. But. We'll boost that by five. Nice. It also says on his thing that there's a one d four persistent bleed damage. Yeah, at the bottom there, the yes, critical success. Yes, for critical success, I will also deal one d four persistent bleed damage. Okay. So, let me get my original damage in, which is going to be one d six plus four. All right, so that's going to be nine damage, and then we're going to get the persistent bleed damage here is three. I'll take that. So you slash out with this horrendous what is like your your arm turns into a, a haggard green claw yeah gross all right so you rip out towards this thing with this horrendous monstrous transformation and you eviscerate the thing you completely just just rip it apart it's it's like tearing apart i don't what, what would you even tear apart like that? it's like tearing apart like Paper. a like 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 a pork shoulder that's been sitting in the slow cooker. Predator style just ripping out the spine and head from the flesh. Just like it's it's like it's like string cheese. <laughs> but but like wet. Oh. Rip it to pieces. And, and by the way, Borwin's not going to flinch. But now you see you see his gaze staring directly at you because he was staring at the zombie first, but now it's at you. And you've never seen him this pissed. Like, yeah, I can see you like through the hole in the zombie that I made. Like, <laughs> the new guy's looking horrified. <laughs> now? Is that your whole turn? I'm sorry? Uh, yep, that was a okay. move and a two-action spell. Okay. So now the skeletons. So the one that's there between V and Gwillem, it's going to attack V. Okay. Here we go. 19. <laughs> it would have hit, but I raised my shield. <laughs> Oh, okay. Nice. Fuck you, buddy. It's going to come back with another attack. 20. Nope. (laughs) The shield. Okay. The shield. Here we go. Here we go. Third attack. 26. No, no, I'm kidding. No, no, no. It's a five. It's a five. It's a five on the (laughs) die. Critical miss. Nice. Yeah. You never, never. By the way, if you're going to play... Second edition Pathfinder, never do the triple attack because it's always going to end poorly for you. Unless you're like <laughs> level six with four feats that will help you with it. Like, <laughs> So this is an unarmed attack. It says smash the floor. You kick up a cloud of dust becoming blinded until the end of your next turn. It is blinded. Oh. But he doesn't have any eyes. <laughs> uh, but, you know, whatever kind of... It's got dust in the sockets. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it doesn't have to make sense here. So, okay. Then the other ones. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 5, Uh-oh. 10, 15, 20, oh, 25. No. Start coming out of the woodworks. Oh. How much Five, wood is 10, in the cemetery? 15. Way more than you'd expect. A lot of wood. <laughs> 20, There's a lot of woodworks to come from. 5, 10, 15, 20. This one comes into range and is going to attack you, Gwillem. Oh. Oh, no. 
Oof, nine. That's a miss. Okay. Then, one of the mausoleums to the west, no. the door flings open. Come oh, no. No, we're already struggling. Come on. <laughs> struggling. Another skeleton comes forth. I feel this isn't going well. <laughs> v, you are now flanked by skeletons. This is what I'm saying. I don't... <laughs> that, was, that was blinded. Would V technically be flanked? Yep, still flanked. Uh, but <laughs> really? uh, how about a, f a 15 with you being flanked? No. Okay. <laughs> Just <No>. rusty shield. <laughs> I'm uninterested in this. All right, so there we go. <laughs> That's it. This. So you guys are all clustered together here. Oh, yeah. You've got one, two, three, four skeletons. One, two. Oh, no. Only one zombie left. All the skeletons still all clustered together with everybody in, in just uh, just a, a pile in the middle of this cemetery. Under the light of the gaunt light beacon. It's almost... Romantic? It almost reminds you of prom. <laughs> prom? Oh. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's nighttime. You guys are all here and close together and... You know, the ones you love and somebody you don't know and a lot of bones being thrown around. I even have my dad as the chaperone. <laughs> and his dad is here and he's, and, he's, and he's trying to hit you. She's like, come here, I'm going to punch you in the face. Look at these bones. All right, so... Wait, question, Adam. <laughs> so, flanking Wait. says you can't be under any effects that prevent you from attacking. If... Blinded is one of those effects, right? It would prevent it from no, attacking. No, it does not. It, it does not prevent you from attacking. Okay. It makes it more difficult to attack, but you're still able to attack. Okay, gotcha. Like if you were like paralyzed or or like bound or something like that. Incapacitated mm. in some way. Yes, Greg, your turn. Okay. So looking around, the new guy is just going to see more and more skeletons coming into the fray, and he uh, grunts in frustration as he moves to flank both the zombie with. The big guy with the axe and the skeleton that's attacking the wizard with the weird, freaky septic claw. <laughs> oh, it turned back into a normal hand right after my strike. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Well, at least that. Uh, still smells bad, though. <laughs> still, though. Looking at the uh, the big guy, I'm thinking he's probably pretty well armored. And the guy in the robes probably doesn't have as much protection. So he's going to go for the skeleton first. With a bastard sword swing. Ugh, I'm going to re-roll that, because that's a nat one. Oh, that's oh. disgusting. Yeah, totally. So, bye bye to there. <laughs> Alright, trying it again. <laughs> Not much better. <laughs> okay, so that's an 11. An 11, but the thing is flanked. Unfortunately, that's not going to do it. Didn't think so. Okay, final action. Attack number two. Same guy, skeleton. God damn it. <laughs> oh, bye. Alright, brief pause. Let me double check something here. I thought you had a different thing on that character because you are level two. I thought you had one more thing. Hold on. You don't have uh, a level two fighter feet on this character. Oh, hang on. Let me go with the path builder real quick here and load him up. Oh, okay. It wouldn't matter in this case. Okay, that's fine. We'll come back to it. Um, it's it's from a different book that uh, you'd have to add in manually. But that's okay. So you miss. And then we move to Borwin. Borwin, you've got a skeleton next to you, flanked between you and V. You've got a very familiar, fatherly corpse right in front of you. I'm trying to think, huh? You're tired. You're all worn down. It's been a rough day. 
Borwin in his anger, he's not just going to drop his weapon. Almost like one swift action, he's going to toss it into the ground. So you see the Morning Star just crash into the dirt. And Borwin reaches into his back and slowly drags out his giant axe and grips it with both hands. Hands trembling. He raises the axe up into the air towards his father. Oh, I'm so sorry that you had to fall into this madness. But at least you get to go properly this time. And he brings it down. That's a crit. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. Sorry, Papa. <laughs> he would be proud. You deliver a bewildering display. Crit effect. The target is flat-footed until the end of its next turn. How much damage? That's uh, 15 slashing damage with Damn. an additional 3 positive. Oh, man. And this thing has a weakness to slashing damage. <laughs> and more than likely positive damage. You deal a total of 28 damage. God damn. <laughs> and you bring the axe down, and it splits right down the middle. Hits him in the head, splits his head, just slides through the body. Damn. Vivisection. The light from the blade just courses out into the, into the, the, the rotting flesh, and it just chars and just turns to blackened dust as the thing peels apart and, and disintegrates entirely. Now, this curse won't take you again. <sighs> v, it's your turn. Didn't you... That was only one thing, though. That was, uh... uh actually, no, that, yeah, that was just one action. Uh, you did a free action to drop the Morningstar... Yeah. You drew the axe. That's one, uh, one action. You popped it into both hands. Oh, shit, you're right. And you attacked. Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I know these bad boys are resistant to piercing damage. I want that morning star that he just dropped. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> just imagine. Small. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> small little puppet. <laughs> oh, dude, this is a party weapon, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Look, right now, it is. <laughs> From Gwilym to Borwin to V. When I get my own. I, I'm like, no, nah, that's my plan. I need another weapon now that's not piercing because. This has happened too many times now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, you can hit him with the shield. I can't. Shield bash? Yeah. That shield block. Oh, no, the shield block is a different thing, but yeah, shield bash, I don't, if, I don't if you have... don't have it on the character sheet, you can do it. It's, um... 1d4 bludgeoning. Yeah, 1d4 bludgeoning damage. But the morning star is better. Yes, but <laughs> it's not currently in your hand. Also, oh, Borwin's gonna want that back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can have it back after the fight. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drive your character sheet for just a second. Oh no, it's on there. Yeah, you got Shield Bash on your character sheet already. Where? It's in your attacks oh, okay. on the left hand side. Okay. Yeah, the skeletons were. I remember the last time the skeletons were like the Skeleton Minotaur was weak to bludgeoning. Mm -hmm. So I would assume that the Shield Bash should. Alright, um, well, I don't want to be flanked. Really? I wish I had a toilet seat made out of gold. We don't always get what we want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so B is gonna strike out with a shield bash. Seventeen. Seventeen is gonna be a hit. And that says five bludgeoning damage. To the one that's been blinded? Yeah. It's not blind anymore. Because he's dead. He's dead. Nice. (laughs) Which also ends your... uh, Oh, that's true. Yeah, your flanking's gone now. Yeah. Coconut bonk sound number two. (laughs) Do I want to attack again? Or do I want to defend? Those things hit hard. (laughs) Well, you've you've only done one action. Yeah. So you can do both. I mean, you can smack him with a shield, and then you can pop the shield up. No. Why not? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, because I haven't commanded Henry. Yeah. You're right. You're right. All right. <laughs> I'll go for this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just the whole, like, you can do these things. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, it was ingrained in my mind that I moved Henry, because I always move Henry. <laughs> I just assume I only have two actions to do something. Okay, yeah, okay. Another shield bash on the guy behind me. All right, hit him. No, 10. Ah, uh, unfortunately, it's going to be a miss. So we're going to raise the shield. Okay, shield is up. Gwillem, in the thick, where you don't belong, but you got this skeleton flanked here. Yeah, uh, and uh, who is my flanking buddy over here is going to be quite an interesting question to answer quite later. Uh, for the moment, we will go ahead and give a two-handed bash with the staff. There we go. In eight. Oh. <laughs> ha ha! You boldly miss. Super terribly. Boldly miss. Yeah. 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 Even with them flanked, it just it just wasn't in there. All right. Mm-hmm. What else? You, you still got two more actions. <laughs> I do. My flanking buddy here is not really helping me out very much. I'll say, and I'm gonna go back and help somebody I'm used to helping. I will <laughs> move back about. 15, 20 feet to help V flank the skeleton that was behind her. And for my final action, I will raise a shield with Tadigan. And that's a magical shield, not an actual shield. There you go. Just raising our shields at this guy. Yeah. We got all sorts of new shit coming out of of Gwilym that I've never seen before. It's it's all all (laughs) new, all Gwilym. All cantrips. Oh, we've seen shield before. Have we? Yep. We have, yeah. He's done it? Okay. But it's fancier now. Okay, well, the skeletons get to go now. So, one of them is going to attack the new guy. It's coming at you with its claws. Mm-hmm. Claw number one, ten. Uh, that is a miss. Claw number two, seventeen. Also a miss. Nice. Yeah. Even with no shield raised up. It is great to have armor. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Somebody's flexing their no shieldness over here, jeez. Here we go. Third <laughs> attack. Oh. Fifteen. Miss. <laughs> okay. Not bad for a third attack. Yeah, though. still a damn good third attack. Good yeah, job. Nice yeah, try, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, indeed. Nice try, indeed. All right, so the one is going to move in and attack the... These things aren't smart enough to try to figure out how to flank, so it's just going to move up to you and try to attack. Okay. Here we go. First attack is the claw for 20. No. Second attack for a four. Gonna be a crit miss. Yeah. Oh, boy. Woohoo. With the unarmed strike, this thing is out of position. It can't use that attack until the end of its next turn. Hey, all right. Oh. It's <laughs> out of luck. That thing's going to sit out for a turn. The other one that is currently flanked between Gwillem and V is going to go after Gwillem because he's making more noise. And I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got the lower. You've got the lower charisma score out of the two. So it's coming after you. I'm just a cute little doll. 
Just looks at me. <laughs> 17 to hit you, Willem. 17 to hit me, you say, huh? Indeed. Hmm. Well, ooh, guess what? With my shield raised, my AC is 18 now. Oh, okay. Hey. Then it's going to come after you for a 10 and a 5. Ooh, the 5 is going to be a critical miss. Yeah. Third oh, attack, okay. crit miss. Tee hee hee. It uh, has punctured foot <laughs> uh, somehow. It says Stepped you take 1d4 persistent bleed damage until oh. the effect ends. Uh, you take a minus... 10-foot circumstance penalty to your land speed. So that effect ends instantly because it doesn't take bleed damage. Well, it would still have a punctured foot, so it would lose a minus 10 for its movement speed at least. Well, but until the effect ends, but the the effect ends instantly. But so, um, Um, we discussed something between episodes that we're going to, uh, if a crit card or a fumble card comes up and has no effect, it's going to get redone uh, just once. So instead, this thing says... Pins and needles, you are sickened three, which would be really fucking brutal. If it could be sickened. If skeletons could be sickened. You know, I was actually going to say, like, how exactly would a skeleton throw up? It, it, it can't. can't. Don't, question, don't question it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh. This does not say it's immune to the sickened condition. Ooh. Oh. Okay. It has sickened three. And arthritis. Nice. Arthritis. You son of a bitch. Hate that guy. Scoliosis. (laughs) Scoliosis. Sirosis of the. Alright, so it is sickened, which says that it takes a stats penalty equal to that value to all of its checks and DCs. So minus three to basically everything. Fucking brutal. Could finally hit it. And then we go back to our unknown friend. Fella. <laughs> yes. Okay. Seeing that the tide is turning, he's going to try and finish off the skeleton in front of him with a well-aimed strike. Another bastard sword swipe. 20. Ooh. 20's a hit. Cool. I do 40. Or, uh, 40. 40, <laughs> four, sl- 40. Four, slash- four slashing damage. Okay. Not you that good. Don't hurt it. Hmm. Okay. You hit, and the the strike is parried by its bony forearm. Okay. So with a grunt of frustration, he's then going to go back and do a shield bash. I'm going to re-roll that one. Bye-bye, final (laughs) hero point card. (laughs) Oh, yeah, don't worry about those. You don't need them for anything. Trust me. Nothing terrible is about to happen to you guys. Okay. Uh, A 10. A 10 is a miss. (laughs) Ah, shoot. And he's going to raise his shield for a final action. Slot. Shield's up, Borwin. Ah. Your turn. Shield gang, rise up. <laughs> so seeing how all these skeletons are distracted, what Borwin's going to do, um, kind of like what he did with the Morningstar, he's going to do a drop action for his weapon, but instead of like dropping it, what he's going to do is he's going to stake it in the ground next to his father and say, Sometime helping my friends on return too. For the meanwhile, Take care of your hooks. And then he will reach for the Morning Star and move into position, uh, or move into a flanking position uh, at the one attacking V. All right, you got one more action. And then he will strike with the Morning Star. Hit him. Will a 17 hit? 17 with it being flanked definitely hits. All right, so that's going to be eight bludgeoning and then an additional three positive. Hey, you, you 
smash into the side of this thing and it crumbles. Falls apart. Nice. On to the next one. And that's his turn. V, your turn. Two more skeletons standing. One flanked between you and Gwillem. One a little bit south of you. Fighting this new sword and shield type fella. Don't okay. leave me, buddy. <laughs> Don't leave me! Don't leave I, me! I know you're a weak, frail little man. <laughs> We're gonna give this guy a shield bash. We're gonna try, at least. 26! No. That is spicy. That is a spicy. He's flanked. You give him a busted shin. <laughs> Until healed, the target is clumsy one, and it takes a minus 10 status penalty to its land speed. This How much is this, this poor skeleton? <laughs> I only rolled four. Hey, guess what? Yeah. It's got four hit points. Hey! <laughs> Just you, put him out of his misery, please. You, okay, so you smash this thing, and instead of damaging the shin and causing it to move slower, all that's left is the shin. <laughs> so you, just, you, you you bash it with the shield, and as you strike into the center mass, it just the the bones fly everywhere. It it falls apart, crumbles. Uh, it's like if you were to smack a pile of bones that somebody stacked up in the shape of a person. That means the leg is just still standing there, You're just like oh shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> you still got two more actions. Well, one of them is gonna be to move Henry. Okay. So we're gonna run down over to here. And then, oh, hmm. shield or attack. Maybe Henry can do better this time. Oh, but he's not going to do much damage. Hey, maybe he will. He, he does piercing damage. It won't do it. Eh, maybe. You never know. And it's free, right? But what's worse going to happen? Crit failure? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> crit miss or crit hit? Okay. You got, you got an action point, right? Or a hero point. Come on. All right, Henry. Redeem yourself, boy. 17! Nice. Ooh, nice. And he's flanked. That's a hit. Does seven piercing damage. Seven piercing is immune to dog bites. <laughs> no, uh, it's not true. Okay. It, takes, it, it <laughs> takes damage. Not enough to put it down, but almost. Almost. This thing is on its last bony legs. Not after Henry's done with them. <laughs> Right, but it's gonna have to be a raised shield. I can't. Oh, um, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna aid this unknown fellow. Okay, how are you doing? Oh that? no, mm, oh no, but a trip would, uh, well, yeah, tri I'm sorry. Trip would be a, a, another that would have an attack penalty, so I'm, I will aid. So I'm gonna. Well, Henry's already biting at him. So He's gonna shake his head. That's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. So Gwillem, your turn. Okay, I will. Have Gwilym travel back down to where he was with the unknown fella, and now where V is. And we're gonna try to give him a bop with the old quack-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> I think, uh, for those of you following along at home, that means he's gonna hit him with, with the, the staff. staff. <laughs> quack! Quack! Uh, we're gonna go with a 14 is the roll. No, that is unfortunately not gonna do it. It isn't. You know, we're gonna we're gonna try one once more. Try once more here. One 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 one. It's a one. Oh, oh, no. oh that was rude. Oh no. You like that, baby? Oh, I fucking hexed you. <laughs> Boom. All right. Here we go. Let's see. 
We got a melee attack. It says winded. You are fatigued. <laughs> yeah, that's the most fucking accurate crit miss I've seen. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just suck. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you, any of you guys have ever seen the movie Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah, there's a scene where the, there's a blind guy named Blinken, and he's sword fighting against a pillar of wood because he's blind and and he's just going to town and it plays in fast motion and like he carves the thing up and he's just standing there <laughs> in fast motion and that's you that's you uh <laughs> you are twirling and spinning your staff like a like a fool and just oh boy i'm out of breath <laughs> it has been a long trek home <laughs> I, i've been asking if we could take a nap and no one listens nobody wants um, to take naps <laughs> okay, so it's the skeleton's turn. It is going to strike out at the person with the lowest charisma, which I think is probably probably going to be Gwillem. Wow. Well, my charisma is one. <laughs> my modifier, obviously, not my score. Yeah, that'd be impressive. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, damn, you fugly. <laughs> All right, so it's going to attack you, Gwillem, with the claw. 26, that is a critical. Oh, so 20 on the die. That's that great. Let's see if I can. Let's see if I. I mean, technically, I didn't kill a character this game. Let's see if I can get to you, though. No. This is a piercing attack. Nope. Sorry, slashing with the claw. Slashing attack. Lean into the blow. Triple damage. Oh, oh no. Uh, well, it, says, uh, it says triple damage. You drop your weapon. It can't drop the weapon, so it's just going to deal the triple damage. Richard, if you. Retributive strike! <laughs> oh, you can go for it, but it's... It's going to be a lot of damage. So here, yeah. here's the deal. We're going to roll the damage, and then we're going to see how much it gets reduced by. So it deals a d4 plus 2 damage. So we're going to do 3d4 plus 6. So 14 damage. You reduce, what, 4? Yeah, she reduces 4. Yeah. So it gets you for 10, and then you get to make your strike back at this thing. Okay. You can do it with a shield. It doesn't have I, to be... Yep, that's what I was gonna do. One shield bash coming up. 23! Yeah, nice. you definitely hit him. Yeah, this is four bludgeoning damage. Four bludgeoning damage. That is exactly enough to put down this final skeleton. Ah. So, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how clutch that was. Uh, I had <laughs> 11 hit points left. You blocked... <laughs> Four of those, so it did ten, leaving me back at oh. Willem's favorite number of hit points, which is one. <laughs> and then you God put damn. this guy down. You have no idea how clutch that was. Oh, That is clutch. Well, now that that's over, an uncanny silence fills the moment. The blue light that floods this graveyard is still beaming down upon you all. But... It begins to focus and contract. It narrows until it's a spotlight hitting the ground a few feet away from where you stand. It grows in intensity. You think you can make out a monstrous, distinctly inhuman form begin to appear within the beam. 